Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where we introduce you to interesting people and their inspiring stories. From Grace professors, current students, and distinguished alumni, to special guests and speakers on our campus, you can meet new people and hear how they are impacting the world around them. This podcast is recorded and produced at Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today on the podcast, we have the chaplain of Grace College and the chapel team. We're so so excited to have Brent Mincarelli, Joanne, Jabin, and Addison. And we have uh, one member of your team not with us today, correct? Correct. Abigail's not with us today. Abigail's not with us. She's rose in spirit. Shout out to Abigail. (laughs) Um, All right. So, Brent, we were just talking. You are the first ever podcast guest to be on here twice. How does that feel? That feels uh, amazing, shocking, maybe. Uh, but I, I was I was noting earlier, I had a lot longer hair when we did the last, I don't know if you remember, but yeah. I, I had quite the long hair back you then. You look more so. chaplain-ish oh, now, I, maybe. I was, was going to say, know? I still look like a freshman, so yeah. you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter either way. Now, this time you brought some people along with you, though, yeah. to, to keep it interesting, right? Yes, a little bit more interesting, hopefully, than the last. All right, so t- talk to us a little bit. Like, wh- what is uh, the chapel team? How do, how do chapels even like get planned at Grace? Yeah, so a lot of the work for speakers is done uh, prior to students coming back. Even now, we've begun thinking about next year, uh, thinking about speakers to bring in. So a lot of that work is done before students get back. But once they get here, uh, they have a big, big job in planning extra chapels that we call student-led chapels, as well as executing chapel every single week. I put so many details and decisions on these people to coordinate with speakers, run logistics. They're all smiling big at me because they know this is the (laughs) weekly conversations that we have all the time. But the planning side of it, uh, one, I'm thankful to partner with you, uh, Dr. Flam, to, yeah, to brainstorm speakers, the theme, uh, and and the sorts of speakers we want to come in and impact students on a weekly basis. It's a it's a big job. I know I walk in about 10 minutes before chapel and someone hands me a mic and tells me when to go up on stage and uh, gives me the bio of the speaker. And so all of you do a great job of making this happen. All right. So let's do um, a few introductions. So, uh, Joanne, you're you're across from me, so you'll go first here. But we'll do um, current major, uh, <laughs> a current year you are at Grace and uh, where you're from and um, a memorable chapel speaker for you. Okay. It doesn't have to be this year. It can be throughout your whole time. Um, and, and Joanne, you can't say yourself because you spoke in chapel right. this year. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, Joanne, we'll start yes. with you. Your, your major year at Grace, where you're from, and a memorable chapel speaker. All right. Yeah. So I'm Joanne. I am currently majoring in youth ministry with a minor in intercultural studies. I am a third year junior at Grace. So I'll be coming back to the chapel team again, which is super fun. Um, I'm from Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Um, cute little place. And my oh, a memorable chapel speaker, I would say, um, would be Shep when he spoke for the two days because his testimony really resonated with mine. I felt very seen when he spoke. That's awesome. Great. Jabin? Um, yeah, I'm Jabin Butler. I am a second year uh, biblical studies major, also in the MDiv program here at Grace. 
Um, I am from Martinsburg, Pennsylvania. So kind wow, of wow, we got Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's not too far, right? No, no we actually not. grew up going to the same camp. Yeah, yeah uh, so. I've been to that camp. Really? Wait, what? Yeah. You gotta hear about this camp. What camp is it? I don't this? remember what it's called, but camp I've been Manowagon? there. Camp Manowagon? Yes. Yeah. I haven't been really? driven past it, Brent. What? Yeah, Grace actually out. just wrote an article about the camp directors not that long ago. Yeah. I'm uh, the only one who hasn't been there. Yeah. Sad uh, when you change that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Martinsburg's kind of just in the middle of some cornfields, very small town. Um, yeah, a memorable chapel speaker. Well, the first one that popped in my brain was actually Brent's father in law. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Let's go back to last chaplain. year. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's awesome. All right, Addie, you are uh, last here. Yes, yes, I'm Addie, Addie Norton. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm also a biblical studies major, um, and then my minor's in intercultural studies. I am a second year at Grace, and my favorite, most memorable chapel speaker, the first thing that came to mind was Brent. So, Aww. Which one? Maybe I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the $20 later for saying that in front of, in front of, yeah, in front of the president. <laughs> That's impressive, Brent. I noticed I didn't get a mention, so you know, there's uh, there's that. Uh, I'm taking the $20 back afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. So uh, I'm interested to hear um, something, which is what have you as students learned from Brent? Um, in the and, and it can be about chapel, but it can just be life lesson as well. And then I want to flip that around and say, Brent, what have you learned from your chapel team and how have they, because we consider ourselves a Christ-centered learning community mm-hmm. and we, we learn from the students. They teach us as well. Um, and so uh, let's start with you as, and feel free, whichever one of you thinks of something first. And it can be very practical to very spiritual to whatever you want. What's something Britt has taught you? Um, yeah, so I'll go first. Um, so I served on the mission field this summer in Europe. And while I was there, I realized I had a very legalistic and ritualistic faith. And a lot of that stemmed out of just the one-on-one meetings that Brent has with us as students. We meet with him every other week, um, and we just process life. Um, and as I was processing life with him, something that Brent had said then and has to say to me a lot is that the relationships we have with people often reflect or are commentary on our relationship with the Lord. And so I stepped into this past summer with that mentality and realized that I didn't know how to accept grace and love from anybody which means I wasn't accepting it from the Lord. And wow. so walking into the summer with that understanding, I was able to read the New Testament like three times and was able to grow in that relationship with the Lord. And I'd say that's probably the most transformative thing uh, that not only Brent has taught me, but I think that I've learned in my entire life. Wow. I like uh, Chills. Uh, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing. Even um, adding anything you guys would uh, add or uh, that you think of? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is my first year on the team, and Brent has just been a really good leader. Um, yeah, he's smiling. He hears a lot of praise from me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's a great Crazy leader. and sarcasm, yeah. I have a feeling. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, Brent's just a great leader, and um, he's said multiple times. Um, and, yeah, just something people probably don't think about. Like, chapel team is ministry, and we're ministering to the student body. And, yeah, just ministry can go all kinds of different ways and so we've learned had to have learned to like roll with the punches and to just make sure that God is glorified and honored through everything no matter if things go to plan or things change on the last second whatever just always giving it back to the Lord and glorifying him Mm. through 
That's good. So everything's ministry, whether it's helping a student scan in or scan out to even as hard as that is to remember. (laughs) Or or if it's, you know, praying with, you know, uh, a speaker. That's awesome. Anything come to mind for you? I'd say my biggest thing is like just how to work well on a team. I think sometimes I can just I, I would be able to do some of the things that we do by myself, but that's not a good place to come from or. Um, very helpful to a larger student body that's representative of multiple people um, that aren't me. And so just kind of learning how to work well with other people, but then also to um, then serve a very large group of people. Mm. It's been, it's a very interesting dynamic to kind of balance, but that's definitely been a learning curve for me. That's good. All right, Brent, we're going to flip the script. What have Mm -hmm. you learned from them? And then we're going to throw it back to them for any, you know, unique, interesting (laughs) Brent Mancarelli stories uh, they may have for us. But let, let's start with you being able to share what you've learned from students first. Yeah, just thinking here for a minute, uh, I would say the, the first thing that comes to mind is humility. Uh, they teach me humility on a consistent basis. And I think back to uh, just in the past couple of weeks, we planned Midnight Chapel. So once a semester, uh, my student team plans a chapel that, yes, starts at midnight and usually ends somewhere between 1 and one thirty uh, in the morning. Uh, and someday I'll make it, but uh, <laughs> so far, too late. <laughs> I, I, I started saying that too. You know, will I make it? Uh, so they they teach it, and and it it's such a the, the best part of that chapel for me is I realize uh, when I just get out of their way. You know, I can offer a little bit of guidance here and there, but when I just get out of their way, they just create these wonderful opportunities for students to worship. So their last. Uh, Midnight Chapel, the theme was Throwback Chapel. I'm not sure if I told you this, but mm. their their Throwback Chapel was early 2000s. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. I had to inform them that back. wasn't quite It's like when I was throwback. in college going <laughs> to chapel. <laughs> yeah. I'll they, for you. they actually started out chapel by saying, this is throwback for everyone except for Brent. So <laughs> I got to acknowledge that. But yeah, just the humility to see uh, the way it, that if I just get out of the way and allow them to create opportunities uh, for people to worship on campus, that students love it. Uh, and it was one of our best chapels of the year. Students have just been raving about it. So that, that just shows me be humble before them and and empower them to, to serve the Lord in big ways. And that's just such a humbling thing to, to mm. be a part of. It's something I would say I've also learned is uh, I think sometimes as – those who work here, we want to put chapel on for the students, but it seems like when um, chapels are the most effective and the spirit is is working is when students are putting chapel on for the students. Uh, and, and I think I've had to learn that too right alongside of you. Um, the abilities that our students have to connect and plan in ways that resonate with their fellow students. So good job. Well done. All right. So uh, uh, lighten it up just a little bit here and see if you have any Chaplain Brent McCorelli stories that, you know, the world needs to hear um, that that we can share. Oh, he's giving them the look. (laughs) We'll see if anything comes out here. He's giving them the the stare. Uh, Any any good stories for us? Well, you can tell that Brent has had a lot of teams because he is very smart with some of his actions. Was it? I fall? Think I see he's very gray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Was it fall midnight chapel when we had all the pancakes <gasps> and we had a lot of pancakes left over and we wanted to prank Brent with the pancakes and well the truck is now rusting in pieces but we wanted to find his red truck and put these pancakes onto 
his truck. Yeah, all but over the truck. That's all what you were hoping to truck. And syrup. Yeah, was so that was the key part. Yeah. And syrup. So at 1.30 in the morning, 1.45 in the morning, we are just driving around trying to find Brent's truck, and it is nowhere, nowhere on campus. No way. They came up to me and asked, hey, are you? did you park outside? And I say, yeah, knowing quite well what they had planned to do, <laughs> but what they didn't know is I didn't drive my truck that night. So they were ah. looking they were looking yeah. for hey, a vehicle. Hey, now we know what your wife's car looks yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. you can't hide from us. Let me just suggest don't do that to Amy's yeah. car. <laughs> 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 that was also told to us. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, That's a good uh, one. You guys got one? Yeah, Anything? I think the okay. story that comes to mind, and this is like, it's so old. It was from training um, my first year. Brent had us do like a scavenger hunt. And we ended with like a meal at the boathouse. And then we went to Kalani's. So I was like, wow, this is a really nice team. But I remember I was sitting next to one of our other travel coordinators. And Brent had said something. And we just like had this energy together that we were just going to laugh. And so we laughed. And then Brent goes, did I say something motherly? Because there was a joke made previously. So then Brent was like, mom Corelli. And then he's been like, aunt Brent. And then like. There's references to when he called himself, like, the dad at chapel last year. Um, but now he's Big Brother Brent, which I think is a very fitting term for him. Uh, but that was, like, the story that came to mind is just we were laughing, and then his assumption was that he said something motherly. You do have <laughs> lots of nicknames. Burnt yeah. Mancaro- oh, Ma- Macaroni. Chapel Guy. Chapel Guy. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you the chapel guy? Yes. <laughs> that is who I am. Uh, that's funny. Um, so one of the things that you do each year is you come up with a chapel theme, and um, so talk a little bit about, um, Brent, I, I'd like for you to talk about maybe the process of, you know, how you go through selecting a chapel theme, why that's important to you. Um, and then I, I, I'll have uh, you, you, the chapel team maybe talk a little bit about this year's theme mm-hmm. and some things they've learned in this year's theme specifically. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll give uh, credit to where credit's due. The the chaplain before me started uh, this whole campus theme uh idea for for grace so carlos Tejas started this idea where we would select a book of scripture to specifically preach through uh, throughout the school year and then pick a theme out of that book uh, for the campus to kind of center around for the school year so i'm really thankful for that tradition and that 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 was something i inherited uh, when i stepped into this role so we we've had a general uh pattern of going Old Testament to New Testament, so kind of back and forth. I always say general because I always want to keep students on their toes about exactly where we may be going for the next school year. Uh, So generally back and forth from Old Testament, New Testament, and really it starts with a lot of prayer, a lot of reading uh, different, different books throughout the school year preparing for the next and then inevitably, just a small group of us uh, start in conversation, uh, talking about what we might be looking ahead to, what we think would be great for our campus. But first and foremost, we are centered on a book of Scripture. That, that is the most important thing mm. that we can decide. So we spend more time in a book studying, and then the theme kind of shows itself out of that study together, out of that reading, out of the time of prayer over it. So once we have a book selected— we spend uh, quite a f- quite a bit of time preparing a theme that we believe captures that book appropriately, and also captures it in a way that can inspire our campus to uh, focus on the Lord, focus on Scripture, and make sure that that's center for our lives. So from there, from the book to the theme to the graphics, uh, that all starts to fall into place once we've we've actually selected the book. So that's most important in my mind. And one of the things that I have been amazed by is. Uh, recently, and I'm sure this is true historically as well, 
the theme has been appropriate to the season our campus has been going through. And and yes. obviously you can't know those things oh. uh, ahead of time, but that's just been amazing to me. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, honestly it's the Lord. We 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 were studying Ephesians, and the theme was together in the year where we had to shut down campus for the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, the theme was together. You can't script that, right? And the next year, we had already planned to be in Proverbs in a year where wisdom seemed like the most important thing uh, to consider in in such a difficult and crazy time for the whole world. So to consider what God's wisdom is, and and then the year after that trying to find some simplicity in our faith. So we chose a gospel and it was about following Jesus. Follow me were the words that we chose. So yeah, it's, it's just been really, really timely. And then even coming out of that uh, with, with our campus theme for this year uh, with Isaiah and hope it's, it's, it's just been one year after another where it seems like the Lord has really shown up in big ways to make that theme so applicable for, for our campus. The theme's been, uh, I know for me personally, spiritually, important in a year of trying to figure out what in the world I'm doing as a, a new president to have this theme of hope and to recognize, mm-hmm. you know, how dependent we are upon our savior um, and, and how good and gracious he is to us. So um, hope's the theme for this year. Do you guys know the theme ahead of time? I mean, are you in on that secret or how, how does I, I know, I know he's pretty, you know, keeps it close. So you don't know until that no. last chapel when he gets up no. to reveal it. No. Wow. Okay. Do you try to do you try to get it out of him? Oh, we'll try. Um, I did get it out of him last year. Oh, it was right toward the end. <laughs> but I'm usually so there's hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like three nice. weeks. I was sitting on it and I was so scared. People were asking me, and I'm like, Oh, I think it might be in the Old Testament, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, what has this year's theme, hope, Isaiah? What has been uh, something you've learned or gathered? in studying the book of Isaiah. Yeah, so our theme verse is out of Isaiah 40, um, right at the end, I believe, 28 mm-hmm. through 31, mm-hmm. um, which Brent made us memorize, which is very nice. But um, just considering like the idea of hope and what it is not, and what it's not, I think we often use hope in a very different context than maybe like our biblical hope in Christ. But um, we started out kind of talking about, at the very beginning of the year, talking about that like hope isn't like, oh, I desire something, but it's like a reality that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just kind of looking over the rest of the book of Isaiah, that idea of hope and just the Israelites' hope and what is our hope in Christ just keeps popping up. We keep having speakers preach through it, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, And what I've I've appreciated is just how clear the gospel message is in Isaiah. Even today with Lonnie Anderson, um, he put the gospel right in there. Um, and so for me, that's been really, um, just useful and impactful for my life. Just always pointing me back to the gospel and how the gospel and the gospel message and Jesus's work for us on the cross is my source of hope. Mm. So that has always just been, especially this session, this past semester, just really impactful for me and always pointing me back to that, our source of hope. Yeah, I think for me, it's just the the clear picture of grace and truth um, and how we see that fully like 
personified in the person of Jesus, as John would write, that he came to be grace and truth. And I think sometimes, especially like, as a student body, we can see the Old Testament. It's like, oh, it's just laws. It's just rules. Like, God isn't in this. And then just that reminder that so often Isaiah will write a chapter on judgment and how Israel is going to be disciplined for their actions against the Lord, but that there's this future hope coming that will restore all things. And in the same way that, like, even though we're living in a context after Jesus, obviously, that we still have that future coming of Christ that's coming and he's going to one day return and restore and redeem all things and that we can have a similar hope that Israel had because of grace and truth. Mm, that's amazing. And thank you for it's uh, to hear them communicate it. Yeah. it. You're doing a good job, Brent. No, it's coming through <laughs> and you guys are doing job, a great Brent. job in, in getting speakers to uh, express the truth of Isaiah well. And I know I've learned in my understanding of the book. Um, but uh, it's not just a study, like it, it's it's study and application because it's all about changing the heart. Um, okay, so uh, chapel's not over for the year yet. We're kind of uh, got, a, got a few more weeks mm-hmm. left in this session and then another session to go. Um, who is a, a speaker or an event or something that you're looking forward to um, the rest of this year? Any of the, Any come to mind for any of you? Pastor Kondo Simfukwe. Ah, yes. One of the best chapel speakers that we've ever had. And I'm so grateful that we get him every year because I think he's awesome. Yes, I, I will say, I, I don't know if you know this, but I had to uh, I had to twist some arms to get him to go twice this year. So wow. I've got to preach at Mission Point so that he'll <laughs> preach in chapel twice this year because usually he'll only do once. So thankful to Loving it. Yeah, have him have him this year. Any, any the rest of you are looking forward to? I'm speaking, so wow. I don't know if excited is the right word, but <laughs> do you know what passage you have yeah, or what? I'm, okay, um, speaking out of John 15, we're doing a week on joy um, as our student-led worship um, in chapel planning for like the end of this session, and so excited about that. That's, That's awesome. what I can think about right now. Yeah, that, <laughs> yes. But yeah, I'm excited for that week too. Um, that's our student-led worship that Brent kind of mentioned earlier, but. Um, yeah, we have some testimonies, um, and one professor um, in the business department is doing a testimony, which is cool, and that's a speaker that a lot of people are looking forward to. And then I'm personally looking forward um, towards a rapper named Shai Lin who's coming to campus. I saw him at a conference last year, and he was just really impactful and, yeah, brought the word really well in a, in a new and different way. And he'll be here for day of worship, right? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. He'll be here for our spring day of worship. We cancel classes, have a three-hour extended worship service for our students, and it's just such a great time. So to have him, we'll have his wife here as well, Blair. It, it's it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to that chapel as well. Well, uh, Brent, I just have one more question. The theme for next year, are you ready to what reveal it? it on the podcast? <laughs> or you no. Know? No. No. Oh, no. I'm going to make him wait a little longer for that one. <laughs> are you going to tell us, I, I'll take bribes from you all, though. You want to? Oh. No? No? Oh. I'll give if you I got you a new truck. Ooh, a oh, a new truck? Uh, <laughs> Drew, we got to talk. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you gotta, they're speaking my language now. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I already gave you a truck, so uh, it's like, uh, I should go find <laughs> No, I we're looking forward to uh, next year's theme, and and I do ha- I do have a little in. I think I'm I'm aware at this point. Are so, you gonna tell oh. us? So if I get a truck, you Ooh. know, definitely we're in. Um, so oh, yeah. he's in the loop. So all right, well, uh, I just want to say thank you. Um, you all have let me into your circle a little bit this year um, to be 
uh, alongside your team and you do a wonderful job and it's it is a lot it's a lot of details and a lot of planning and it's a lot of changing last minute when this doesn't work or that doesn't work and uh, you all do a wonderful job of it um, I loved at the beginning where you said this is a ministry the the, the Fun parts where you get to meet speakers, that's a ministry, but also where you help people, you know, scan in or tell people to be quiet during chapel or whatever you have to do. Uh, it is a ministry. And so just thankful for your work. Brent, thankful for your work as well. And uh, Brent, would you be willing just to, I don't know if we've done this on the podcast before, but pray. Um, for chapel for the rest of this year um, that it would just have an impact on our students. I will do that. And we also want to say thank you to you as well. We know that you've made chapel a big priority, one of your top priorities uh, in your presidency. And we think it shows the students love having you there, having you on stage, uh, speaking in chapel regularly. So I think it's it's made a difference and it's yeah, been really, really good. So thank it's you for that. It's a joy. That. Thank yeah. you. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful that you entrust us to do ministry uh, with with those around us to, to bring glory and honor to your name. And we're thankful for the ministry of chapel on Grace's campus. I pray uh, for our chapel services to be uh, edifying to those who are there and, again, to bring glory to your name, to bring honor to your name, to lift up worship to mm. you. I pray that each one would yes. be centered and focused on you and your word. And I pray for everyone who's either speaking coming up or my, my team here, that you would empower them uh, with your strength uh, to, to do your will. So we lift the rest of the chapels up to you. May they be to, uh, to your honor, to your glory, uh, and be done in your name. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you all for listening to the Grace Story podcast today. Thanks especially to Rick and Ryan for their work in producing the podcast. And we would love it if you would comment maybe on a favorite chapel memory, mm -hmm. like, share this podcast so others can discover and be inspired. Until next time, live your best Grace Story today.